Well, hi, this is Mark Wyatt. Uh, you're listening to the another edition of the Jesco Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt, once again, from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. It's nice to uh, nice to be back. Um, I've got a lot to talk about this week, and I'm I'm coming subbing in for for Andrea. Uh, she said, "Hey, can can you put together some stories?" And I said, "Well, I have exactly that." So we're looking forward to uh, listening to or talking about what's uh, what's been going on with with Iowa bicycling, and kind of what's been going on with with me somewhat. So uh, we're going to talk about some bike rides that are coming up on the calendar, uh, legislation that is has passed and currently in the works, and uh, I'm going to regale some of my stories about a trip that we just took to Bentonville, Arkansas. So why don't we start with Bentonville? Um, if anybody has not had, uh, bike tourism on their radar, Bentonville is the place, uh, that's going on right now. Well, it's not the place, but it's one of the it towns in, in bicycling. Uh, so Jennifer and I decided over, uh, Easter, we were going to go down to Bentonville and, and do some biking and see what the hype is all about. I got to tell you, it was cool. Um, we, we rolled into town at night. Uh, so, you know, I got to see a couple of fancy houses, a cute, cute town, cute downtown square, but nothing, nothing was going on that night uh, on a Thursday or Wednesday night. And, uh, so we rolled in, got to our Airbnb. We stayed there two nights and then stayed at the 21C hotel, uh, museum hotel for 21 nights. And, Man, everything is right downtown. This is not a big town. It's like 50,000 people, but it's the home of Walmart. And uh, from what I understand is that some of the Walmart grandsons uh, enjoy uh, mountain biking a lot and have sunk some big dollars into Bentonville to make it a mountain biking mecca. Um, they have somewhere around 140 miles of mountain bike trails in that northwest Arkansas region. Um, and we were able to visit uh, four or five, five different bike parks, I believe. And and literally, and I'm not kidding you, everything is two blocks from downtown. You're on the Arkansas Razorback uh, Greenway, uh, which is <clears throat> a paved trail. If you're a paved trail sort of person, there's a 37-mile trail that connects about a whole bunch of towns in that northwest Arkansas region. Um, but if you like the dirt, if you like single track, um, there's an opportunity for you. And there really is an opportunity for everybody because while I say that, you know, some of this is, is challenging single trail, some of it is, is green single trail, green, uh, and, and entry level and, and you're gonna, you're gonna enjoy it. Um, so from right downtown, you head over, uh, to kind of the Compton Gardens, Crystal Bridges area. And just like you see in most of the videos, it's it's right next to this condominium complex that you start with this little bitty flow trail that you can get some air on. Um, and so we did that. We went and did everything on the All-American Trail. Um, just, you know, followed her along with all the people there. Got some berms and jumps and, and uh, drops and things like that in. And then, uh, then we started to get up and got a little more adventurous, got into some of the blue trails, the, the urban run and, and a couple of the others, and then went over, uh, there's a flow trail on that kind of the north end, um, of the phase three of Slaughter Pen and, uh, got up to Tatamaguchi. Um, I will tell you without leaves in the trees this time of year, those, uh, those slopes are pretty darn steep looking. Uh, with leaves on the trees, you might not notice so much, but uh, 
They certainly are steep. And, uh, yeah, you know, we appreciated that. That was pretty cool. Um, and then, uh, day two, we decided we knew we were going to be tired. So in advance, we rented some, uh, uh, some, uh, electric assist mountain bikes, um, and went over to back 40, um, which is a much more steeper, much more challenging, uh, uh, bike park than what we were used to. Um, there was, it was super rocky. Um, there's a lot of steep bench cuts, um, a lot of ledges and things like that. Um, a lot of challenge for the two of us. And, uh, there was, you know, a couple hike a bike sections and, and that sort of thing, but, uh, we still had, uh, still had a good time and still got to kind of where we wanted to. We were hoping to nail like 23 miles of trails that day, but uh, that didn't happen. We got about 10 off from back 40 and uh, Blowing Springs. Uh, Blowing Springs was probably the more challenging part. Um, we got twisted around on the map and didn't quite hit the long run in back 40 that we wanted to, but that was fine. Um, we still we still had plenty of time. Um, uh, we ran into some guy that who used to live in Cedar Rapids. Phil Hetty was his name. Uh, great guy, uh, knew some of the folks that I knew up in Cedar Rapids. Um, so that was kind of fun to sit and chat with him for a while. Um, then we went to Kohler Mountain Bike Preserve or Reserve. I'm not sure which is, I think it's Preserve, um, which is a small strip of land just, uh, just west of Bentonville. You can ride there. It's not two miles from downtown. It's about a mile and a half from downtown, all on paved trail, uh, or mostly on paved trail, I should say. We get out there and, um, Man, uh, so we were a little intimidated by color because we didn't know. We heard it was for the more advanced rider. Um, and, uh, so we were a little bit, little bit, uh, um, nervous about getting out there and getting in over our heads. We didn't find that. We found it was heaven. Um, we, uh, started on the west. There's a paved trail that runs right through the middle of it. And on the west side of that is, is, uh, is Esther's. Um, which is, is labeled green. I would say it's pretty close to, it's green, but borders towards blue. Um, and, uh, also super rocky, but pretty enjoyable. Um, and lots of ups and downs and bench cuts and things like that. Um, and then, uh, about halfway through, we ended up at the famous airship coffee. Um, which is this concrete bunker of, to say it for better terms, but a concrete sort of area that is set up and it's a coffee shop and, and there's swings and tables everywhere. And because of the paved trail and the camping out in the area, there's families just flocking up, kids on striders and, and that sort of thing. It was really cool. It was really fun. I'm really glad we went out there. Um, I got some hot chocolate. Jen got a coffee and then, and then headed back. Um, we finished out the rest of the day at Slaughter Pen, uh, hitting some areas that we didn't. Um, and then, uh, and then we, uh, finished uh, our last day, um, just before we went home, decided to go to Little Sugar, um, and hit their green, green trail there, which was really a wide, smooth, easy ride. Um, so that was, that was pretty cool. Um, headed back home. It's, it's really from Iowa City, seven and a half hours from Des Moines, five and a half hours. Um, it's really not a, a long distance journey to get down there. Um, I would, I would just suggest for Jennifer and I, we'll be down there again. Um, 
you know, if you're if you're worried about social distancing, this is your perfect vacation because you know you just don't. There's plenty of patios. There's plenty of food trucks, um, so you don't have to be near anybody or inside. Um, and it's an outside vacation. Everybody's socially distanced and that sort of thing. Um, we did uh, we did run around and, and hit a few different places, uh, uh, a few beverage gardens and such. Um, so that was fun. Um, uh, we saw the Women of Oz, who the first Saturday of every month do a women's bike ride, uh, guided bike ride, where they get about 10 people in each group. And there were several groups going through. Um, and I believe that they line up as, as it, just like the trails are labeled. They're either green, blue, or, or black diamond. And uh, depending on, on the level of challenge that you want and your technical skills. Um, and they were out there just having a great time. Um, we went to uh, Crystal Springs, the art museum, and they had an outdoor lighted up uh, nighttime display that we got a catch that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a whole bunch of fun. Um, I'm really glad I went. Um, so there was another, I don't know if you're following my personal, personal Instagram or not. Um, if you do, you probably know the story. I, uh, I had weight loss surgery in end of November. Um, it was delayed a little bit because of COVID, but, uh, yeah, we're, I'm doing well. I've dropped 125 pounds this year. Uh, 126 pounds, actually, and uh, I'm having a great time. Uh, the reason I bring this up is because this mountain bike trip wouldn't have been as much fun for me. It would have been a big challenge. I would have muscled my way through it, um, but I would have been tired and I wasn't. Uh, day one, you know, we'd stop to go get a beer, um, although I can't drink beer for, for a while. Um, but uh, I had plenty of energy. I was ready to go, and... Uh, and that was a great time. So, yeah, doing doing these steep mountain bike trails is, uh, at a lot lighter person uh, has been great, and I'm looking forward to doing a lot more a uh, lot more bicycling. Um, also, on a personal note, this was the last time we brought fat tire bikes too, and uh, this is the last time that we saw our fat tire bikes. Um, they were stolen out of our garage that uh, that night, Easter Sunday. And, uh, along with a couple other bikes. So, uh, pretty sad store sort of state of events to, to watch on. And we got them on video camera, but we don't know if that's going to be able to identify anybody or not. The cops got that. Um, but you know, it's sad to, it's vulgar actually to watch your bikes roll out of your garage, um, on video camera. And all of our bikes were locked up. They were either in a cage, in a cage area that was padlock shut. And they didn't even break the lock. They climbed over the top of the cage. Or um, we had we double locked everything inside a garage um, and still got stolen. So uh, we've, we've got our folks working on that to, to kind of beef up our security even more. But uh, man, it's uh, it's a sad deal. Don't uh, don't go overboard on sympathy with me. We're insured, um, so we'll, we'll replace our bikes. And, and there's an asterisk there if and when we can replace our bikes. Um, it's a tough situation right now because there's such a big bike sh- supply chain shortage. And, and so we don't know. We'll get bikes at some point to replace them. But, yeah, it's that's uh, that was tough news. The, the good part is uh, several of our bikes were stored upstairs because we were on vacation. We put the expensive ones upstairs. So nobody got those. 
All right, let's talk about a few of the other things going on. Here's some better news. We got some bike rides that are going to happen this year. The Pigtails Ride is on for May 22nd. So calling all ladies, this is a women-specific ride, 48 miles that happens in Ankeny on the High Trestle Trail. You can pose for portraits on the High Trestle Bridge after pedaling with your best gal pals. Um, It's got an oh-so-adorable jersey uh, this year, and you'll want uh, one. you want to have that on after you go to the, the breakfast and the mid-ride lunch. So sign up now, pigtailsride.com. Uh, number two, uh, the Big Rove is on. This is on June 12th. Uh, our inaugural ride in 2019 was such a hit, so we're making Big Rove happen again. This is in Iowa City, starting at the Big Grove Brewery, taking the Iowa River Corridor Trail on this 36-mile rolling out from uh, Big Grove Brewery in Iowa City up to the Big Grove Brewery in Solon. Register at www.biggrove.com. And then finally, the classic, the biggest one-day ride in the state of Iowa, the Bacoon Ride. Um, This classic event is one you don't want to miss. This is 71 miles of bacon-filled fun along the Raccoon River Trail that makes this the most scenic and most delicious ride of this summer. So reserve your passport at com. That's it. Three big rides. Pigtails on May 22nd. Pigtailsride.com. Big Rove, June 12th. Bigrove.com. And then Baycoon Ride. Baycoonride.com on June 19th. Lots of stuff going on. That's That's fantastic. All right, let's talk about some of the work that I've been doing at the state capitol. And uh, I want to let you know we got some good news. One of our bills passed. Um, this bill is is one of the the most awesome that uh, that I've got to work on because I got to write it. Um, we uh, we drafted the language and, and gave it to a couple legislators, Senator Knoyer or Senator Lofgren, excuse me, and um, and Representative Best. Who filed this language uh, in the uh, in the Iowa legislature? Um, what it does is require every student that goes through driver education to have uh, uh, education in distracted driving. Uh, they already have things like railroad crossings and substance abuse and organ donation and sharing the road with motorcycles and bicycles, but this just makes sure that this really important topic is taught in each and every driver's ed class. It passed unanimously in both the House and the Senate. It's not law yet. It's got to be signed by the governor. So we're waiting for that and, and working uh, working with their office to uh, make sure that they we're there for the signing. Uh, there's a couple other bills that we're working on. One is a hit and run bill um, that makes sure that if you're involved in a crash and you didn't know that you injured somebody and then you find out that you actually hit them and then ran, uh, that you report that right away. Um uh, there's a hands-free cell phone requirement that we've been working on to uh, make sure that if you're using your cell phone in your vehicle for calls, uh, that it has to be in Bluetooth mode or some sort of hands-free mode. Um, anyhow, uh, we're working on that one. That's on the unfinished business list. And e-bikes also on the unfinished business list, uh, regulating uh, three classes of e-bikes. Also kind of changing the definition of bicycles because uh, we got to make sure that both two- and three-wheeled bicycles are covered under the definition of bicycles. And then lastly, uh, there's a felony uh, charge if you're 
speeding uh, 25 mile an hour over the speed limit and you cause a crash due to the speed, um, that would become a felony uh, rather than just a traffic ticket. So uh, so we're working on that. And April 3rd is – or no, no, no. Yeah. I don't think it's April 3rd. Uh, April 30th is uh, the uh, – when the per diem ends for the Iowa legislature. That doesn't necessarily mean they'll end that day, but they sure try to. So that's only a couple of weeks away. In addition, we're work, working on appropriations bills. Um, and we had a big announcement this week. The DOT announced $5 million in additional trail funding. Um, this is for, uh, um, for the state recreational trails program. This could be 15, mil, 15 miles of trails or more getting built next year. And they're looking for big projects that can really go in the immediacy. So we're, we're, we're super duper looking forward to that because we think it's a great opportunity uh, to build some big projects. Um, in addition, the legislature has appropriated, at least in their budget, their current budget, their proposed budget, uh, $1.5 million in the state record trails fund. Um, and uh, that's where the negotiation begins. Now, that could go up or go down, but uh, we're going to be watching that closely. This is why we have a team of lobbyists in the legislature to watch these numbers. Um, there's also $5 million for community attraction and tourism, or, or otherwise known as CAT grants. Uh, and then uh, $12 million in the REAP program, extends REAP out to 2026. But like I said, these numbers can go up or go down. This is why you need a strong Iowa Bicycle Coalition around. So if you haven't joined the Iowa Bicycle Coalition, now's a good time to do it. Just go to iowabicyclecoalition.org slash join. That's iowabicyclecoalition.org slash join. And become part of our team. Help us support that. Help be a part of what's going on in the Capitol. Help be a part of of this funding that's going on because our members are what's making this happen that they they uh they support us they they help us uh pay for the lobbyists that are at the capitol and those folks are there every day pushing for our interests and uh and that's outstanding so um before i close out i want to tell people to register for our bike rides that's pigtails ride on May 22nd, pigtailsride.com. Big Rove Ride on June 12th, uh, bigrove.com. And Bay Coon Ride, 619, baycoonride.com. That's it. That's all we have for today's show. Once again, I'm Mark Wyatt from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition, and you're listening to the Just Go Bike Podcast. If you get a chance, leave us a comment. Um, check us out subscribe if this is your first time listening and uh, give us a thumbs up on whatever podcast uh, listener that you're listening to. So we really appreciate it. We really enjoy you tuning in. Once again, if you get a chance, join the Iowa Bicycle Coalition at iowabicyclecoalition.org slash join. And once again, Mark Wyatt with the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. That's all this week for the Jesco Bike Podcast. Get out there and enjoy bicycling.